0: Jazz game night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Jazz win one eighteen to one twelve. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson, with you for tonight's post game. Let's take a look at your sharp stats of the game. Brought to you by the Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Gordon, tonight the Jazz shot forty six and a half percent from the field. 32.6% uh, from three. They were 15 of 46 from three, getting up 46 three-point shots. Amazing. They were led uh, in scoring tonight by or this afternoon by Rajon Tucker, who had 18 points on six of 12 shooting. Um, George Niang with 13. Jarrell Brantley with 13. Bunch of players with 11. Gordon, including uh, Ed Davis, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, all had 11 points. Mie Oni had 10 points coming in off the bench. Uh, you know, kind of a spread around scoring, as you'd expect, as a lot of the young guys played, uh, especially there in the second half.
1: Yeah, and I'll circle a statistic that stood out to me, and I mentioned it at halftime, but, man, they kept the uh, turnovers to a, to a minimum in this game. Yep. I think they finished with, like, eighth or something. That's impressive to me because it shows the guys were out being somewhat precise with what they were doing.
0: And the Spurs just seemed to have a flurry of turnovers there in the fourth quarter. It kind of looked like the Jazz bench was going to give it up there in the fourth, and then all of a sudden, turnover after turnover, and they were able to push the lead out to 10 again and ended up winning by six. So uh, good forcing turnovers as, uh, as San Antonio had 15.
1: Did we get any word on, uh, on Ed Davis's injury?
0: The the report that he was not going to return was fairly quick to come back, so I don't think we've seen an extent to it quite yet. But uh, there wasn't really a question if he would return.
1: Yeah, I didn't think he would uh, come back, but uh, you know he showed he, he he contributed in a way that the Jazz have needed somebody who could do some of those things that he did. So, I mean, if he is able to bounce back from that, I wonder if he might be able to contribute against Denver.
0: Yeah, I mean, he certainly has played well the the past couple of games, and so has Tony Bradley. So maybe they do have a little bit of depth behind uh, Rudy, because as we were talking about with Locke before we jumped uh, on with uh, with Coach Snyder, Rudy v. Jokic has been a pretty good matchup for the Jazz. When Jokic has taken on anybody else, it's been fairly devastating, even though it's been a short amount of time. So having Bradley and Ed Davis playing well, if, if Davis a, is certainly knocking on wood here, 11 points in seven minutes and six rebounds. I mean, he had just a terrific game. If they could have a little depth at that position, I think it would make a difference.
1: Yes, I agree with that. And we should talk about that looking ahead. But one last thing about these younger guys. I, I think what the Jazz did, what the Stars did... What those guys were able to find within themselves, I think, bodes well for the Jazz in the future. Now, I don't necessarily think that we're looking at at real NBA-type stars, but we are looking at guys who will be able to help the Jazz, I think, moving forward, especially a couple of them that we mentioned. We'll see how it goes. I'm not sure, but um, Tony Bradley will have to contribute against uh, against the Nuggets. So we'll see uh, how that goes moving forward. He'll
0: have to. That's a good word for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to need him absolutely, and he's played well so far in the bubble. Seen that those moments from Ed Davis. You hope he's his injury isn't um, isn't significant. Although you know uh, we were talking here in the studio, Gordon, that you, you just kind of with his leg issues at the beginning of the year, you hope it wasn't yeah. something along those lines because that. Uh, although you know, to Ed Davis's credit, didn't he play for like a month on a somewhat fractured leg? I mean, there's no doubt that dude's uh, really tough. But I don't know. Uh, hoping for the best, certainly.
1: Well, the Je- We we've talked before about how Rudy is out there left kind of by himself to rebound. Uh, we know that that other guys can contribute in that re- regard, including uh, Royce O'Neal and uh, guys like that. Maybe maybe uh, Donovan Mitchell will be able to help out. We talked earlier about how how uh, how uh, it's important for shooting guards to be able to rebound. You know, the very great Jerry Sloan used to talk about he's talked to both you and me about that yeah. in the past. Often and it yeah it is true that some of those guys might be able to help in that regard. But anyway, if Ed Davis could bounce back and and maybe help out in in that way, uh, rebound a little bit, play some defense. The Jazz uh, need that.
0: All right, Gordon, let's uh, check out uh, tonight's Points in the Paint, brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting. You do life. Uh, Gordon, Points in the Paint. Jazz with a big advantage uh, this afternoon, which has been a difference from the past couple of games, but outscoring the Spurs 62-44. to in yeah. the paint, getting uh, getting in, getting high-percentage shots, that's, uh, that's really good news.
1: And when the Jazz are not being particularly precise from three-point range, uh, it's really important that they're capable of doing that. And as we said, uh, 46 attempts from three, making 15. Well, you better be able to score inside, too.
0: No doubt. All right, uh, good news for you, Gordon. Well, when the Jazz win, you win. The day after every Jazz win, home or away, Little Caesars is giving you free pizza. Order one custom round, mostly topping pizza through the Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free large, extra-most-bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code Utah all one word. Valid at all participating Utah Little Caesars locations. Mobile orders only. You know who I'll likes take... free pizza? My friend yeah. Gordon Monson.
1: Yeah, I will. I mean, I'll take some tasty pie. Yeah, indeed. Especially
0: when, when it's buy one, get one, and the, the buy one ain't too pricey either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you calling me cheap? Is that what I'm No, I,
0: I, I, I meant that universally. Like, we all enjoy <laughs> yeah, okay. that. We, we all enjoy the, the BOGO on the pizza when it's not uh, expensive.
1: No doubt about that. So they get a victory. They finish up the regular season like that, and now we can point at the Jazz's matchup against the Nuggets. I, I like i think it's the best one that they could have gotten uh, for them as far as matchups go we know how important that is in the first round of the playoff any playoff series and so we'll see uh, we'll see how it works with the jazz but i think they they have given themselves a chance maybe maybe yeah. to get a victory early on we'll see
0: all right, we're still waiting on players from the bubble, so we'll uh, step aside for just a moment. Hopefully we'll have some postgame sound for you coming up right around the corner. I want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final, the Jazz beat the Spurs in the bubble in the final regular season game, 118-112. to 112. More straight ahead on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Uh, the Jazz beat the Spurs this afternoon, 118 to 112 in the bubble in Orlando. Gordon, let's check out the assist feature. Sponsored by Larry H. Miller dealerships throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller dealerships donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller charities. We are driven by you. Uh, this afternoon, Gordon, the Jazz had 25 assists, which is another good number. They spread out the assists for the most part, too. Jarrell Brantley led the team with six, which he was running point there for a minute in both halves and actually looked pretty good doing it. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, Donovan with three, Joe Ingles with three, uh, Justin Wright Foreman with three as well. You were saying?
1: A couple things. Brantley showed me something. I've said that three or four times so far in the post game, but he really did. And how's this for analysis? The Jazz always play better when they get 25 or more yeah. assists.
0: No, it's, it's true. Booner talks about that a lot. So that's certainly a number to keep an eye on. There's no doubt about it.
1: And when you have that kind of, that total of assists, along with those eight uh, turnovers, minimizing that while you're busy sharing the ball, that's very healthy.
0: All right, Gordon, let's throw things back to the bubble. Donovan Mitchell is addressing the media.
2: All right, we'll start with a question from uh, Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Don, well, a long time since we got to see the water bottle. And celebration and very much well-deserved for Rajon and the young guys. Uh, What did you see from them in particular? Just how good was it for them to close out the game? Uh, I think the biggest thing we saw from them um, was just, they played hard. That's one thing they do. They play hard. They're constantly, you know, raising their level and they're figuring things out. You know, I was in there with them for a little bit, trying to just, you know, teach them little things and they've done a great job of listening to us, the coaches, picking it up on the offensive Mm -hmm. and on the defensive end. And I'm uh, really proud of all. Next, we'll go Sarah Todd Deseret News.
3: Sarah, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. it's
2: a
3: good matchup. Looks like she's
2: talking to Jordan right now. Sorry.
3: Well, I'm a, I'm a, multitasking like a crazy person right now but i've got it i think <laughs> um can you hear me yep oh okay sorry um donovan i was wondering when you when you look back at that night in denver and jordan uh, scored 37 points in that game and it kind of felt like nobody really had it going what can you take away from those experiences the two games that you played against them before you got to the bubble that maybe you can build on?
2: Um, I think, you know, two tough losses. Um, I didn't have a great game there. Uh, Excuse me, sorry. Smash is tight today. Um, I didn't have a great game there. Um, I think they did a great job taking, you know, I think Jokic had a a good game in Utah and so did Jamal. Um, The biggest thing we can take away from those games is how we can turn up the pressure on the defensive end. Um, Just trying to find ways to make it tougher on them. Uh, they do a good job of making it tough on us. And I think if we can kind of come in, you know, with the right mindset as far as going in there, attacking, finding, making the extra pass, and you know, defending. Jokic um, and Jamal have a great two-man game, but they also have a great supporting cast. And we just got to be ready for all the possibilities. But, you know, we're going to need a lot of scoring, obviously with Boyan being out. But I think we'll do I think we'll be all right.
0: Tony Jones, The Athletic. Uh,
2: Donovan, are you guys you know, at a point you, Rudy, uh, Mike, a lot of the starters at a point where, you know, you feel, okay, we're going to have to play extended minutes. We're going to have to put in some 38, 39, 40 minute games. And, and are you, are you cool with that? Uh, We have one, we have no choice. And I think we all are cool with it. I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's what we're supposed to do. It's our jobs. Um, Boyan being out obviously is, is a big blow, but I think we have the personnel to get out there and continue to do what we do. Um, like I said, it's not going to be easy. They're a very talented team, but we just got to go out there and just play the right way and make it easy on ourselves and everything will kind of fall into line. Anderson, KSL
3: Don, Don, what did it mean to come out and have a good first quarter in your last warm-up before you get to play Denver?
2: Oh, I think the biggest thing for me is just trying to find my rhythm again, um, taking shots that I'd be able to take, you know, that I know are going to be there. Um being able to just be confident in them and also just making the right reads. I, I didn't kind of look at it as like the last rehearsal or whatever, but just kind of going out there and just making the right plays. Um, obviously, Mike being out. I'm sorry, this mic is his mask is killing me. Here we go. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. There we go. All right. Um, the biggest thing for me, I think, is just trying to. Just continue to make the right reads, you know, whether it's a shot, it's a pass, just trying to make it sure make it easy on myself, make it easier on my teammates. I think I did a solid job with that tonight. There are some uh possessions down the defensive end I definitely can improve on. You know, I kinda got Tony his second foul by trying to jump the pass and he let Tony get in the foul. Um I got hit a box out on the free throw line, you know, which led to Ed kinda getting hit. Like if I'm there on the box out, those are the little things that are gonna win you ball games, come playoff time, and I gotta be for myself personally, I feel like I gotta be uh, at that level, and I think I did a okay job with that tonight. I think I could do it even better, but you know it's kind of good to see the ball go in after being out last game. But you know it's time to lock back in.
1: Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
3: Donovan, in, in those last two matchups against Denver, you know I think you struggled against Tory Craig there, struggled maybe at the beginning of this last game last week, and then kind of figured things, some things out. Are there lessons that you learned from that experience, and kind of where you can get your shots against this team?
2: Yeah, most definitely. I think they're, he's he's a he's a hell of a defender, um, but I think there, there are things that I've I've, I've found uh, late, but I just got to be able to make the right decisions. You know, I think obviously the shot wasn't falling uh, early on, but I think I was making the right plays and right reads, you know, and so they, they play a defense where you have to get off the ball. Um, they do a good job of that. So just being able to find areas that I can attack. Um, like I said, they do a great job making the primary ball handle get off of it and make the play. And that's what I'm just going to continue doing until I find my my areas to to score. Um, I said, like I said, I gave them credit for how they defended me. You know, these three three or four games um, that we played this season. But like I said, I, I, it's my job to find the the holes and, and the weaknesses, and um, and go we'll look back on the film and continue to do that.
1: We'll go Dana
2: Green uh, ABC Four.
1: Hey, Donovan. I mean, um... This is your third year in the playoffs now. Uh, obviously, this is completely different environment, different circumstances. How do you think the intensity is going to change uh, in the bubble once the playoffs start on Monday?
2: I think you'll see a, a different level of compete uh, competition for one. Um, I think the, the intensity, there's certain shots guys have been getting now that won't be there. There's certain um, possessions. The game will definitely continue to slow down because at the end of the day, all we're really missing is. Well, with, these, with us with us in Denver, the only thing you're really missing is the fans and the altitude. So um, for us, the game's going to be played the same. I think it's going to be continuous, a lot, a lot of physicality. Um, they're obviously going to know every play you run, you know, every call. So for us, it's about being able to maximize every, like and kind of making full speed cuts, you know, being able to kind of maximize everything we do. That way we can kind of get the best option out of it because if we kind of Going to it, not saying we loudly gagged this first eight games, but going to it with that intensity and their play- playoff intensity. There's just two totally different intensities, and I think we have to be ready to one match and be ready to set the tone ourselves. All right, Don, thanks for your time. Appreciate it.
0: Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell had 11 points, three assists, four rebounds in just 11 minutes of play, but gave a lot of good info right there on uh, on the matchup coming up with the Nuggets next week. Gordon, your thoughts on what you heard Donovan have to say?
1: I I think that Donovan feels pretty confident right now. I think he's found himself. He's uh, rediscovered himself in the bubble enough for him to feel like he's got momentum personally going into the uh, postseason. And he's right. When he says, uh, I think his direct quote was, I've got to make the right decisions. Got to find areas I can attack right on the money. He's got to attack. He's got to be the Jazz's star, but he also has to make smart decisions, get the ball to his teammates in the right places at the right time.
0: He does, and he's getting better at that. It it maybe hasn't been as overnight as maybe some people would think. I mean, Gordon, I'm, I'm thinking back two Jazz media days ago when we talked to Donovan about that very thing coming into his, his sophomore season. and So it's an ongoing process with him, but – I, I think he's played well in the, uh, you know, limited time that he's played during these seeding, these, uh, seeding games, yes. and, and specifically against Denver in the fourth quarter and then in the overtimes when his team needed it the most, even though it came in a loss. He had a big performance, and that's important because his matchup uh, against the Nuggets, Gordon, is going to be Torrey Craig, who's a really good defensive player and who's played Donovan really well. So he's got a tough matchup. Torrey Craig, not a star, but a great defender.
1: Right, he was asked about that, and he said that very thing. So that's that's true. What we saw from Donovan Mitchell the other the last game against Denver, uh, that's what stars do. And if he's capable of continuing along that way, he'll keep the Jazz in every game. And if he gets help from other players who step up, and if he enables those that help from those guys, that's what the Jazz have to do. And, of course, they've got to play some defense against yeah. a very talented offensive team.
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and uh, Gordon, talking about Donovan, it, it makes me think of actually a comparison with how LeBron and Anthony Davis have been playing this year, where LeBron just kind of uh, lets AD loose there in the first half, and then he picks his spots, and then if he's got to take over the game in the fourth quarter, that's exactly what he does. So I think hey. Donovan has to be a little bit like that, where he gets his guys going, And then if if he needs to take over in the fourth, he's capable of
1: doing that. Couldn't agree more with you, Jake. That is it exactly what has to happen. The Jazz have the two stars, Donovan and Rudy Gobert. They go about their business a little different ways, but those guys have to play at optimal levels in order to give the Jazz a chance. And they can sort of read read the leaves and figure out the right things to do with their teammates in order to give their team a chance to win these games against quality opponents, something the Jazz have struggled with this year.
0: You know, Gordon, we've gone all this time on the air today, and you haven't even wished me a happy
1: left-handers day. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I neglected oh, that. I
0: mean, I've, I've been waiting all this time. And
1: I just Is today heard. really uh, left-handers yeah. day? Yeah,
0: and shout-out to Justin Wright Foreman cranking no. up those left-handed threes out there today. Yeah, all right. Did. We'll get to uh, more coming up next. We'll get you more front sound from the locker room. We want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. The Jazz win their final game of the regular season over the Spurs, 118-112. We're breaking it down more next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show. Brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson, Jazz win their final game of the regular season, one eighteen to one twelve. This is weird, Gordon. Finishing the season forty four and twenty eight. <laughs> that just doesn't feel right, does it?
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. And you mentioned that it was the Jazz's final game of the regular season, but I just want to mention this. And Locke, uh, he, he, he broached the subject as he was watching uh, Popovich walk off that court when you get to a certain age you get to a certain circumstance you never know when a guy might be done you know and i'm not saying he will be done he seems energized he seems like he wants to keep coming back but when i watched him walk off the court in after that game i wondered a little bit you know and, and it's important that we do wonder because what a career that guy's had holy cow i love the way bowler calls him pops you know pops
0: well he was asked about it in his post game media availability and he kind of ducked the question so we'll yeah. we'll see but uh, of course you you remember gordon kind of when jerry reached his uh, later years in coaching at uh, uh, clean out that that question would always come up so you know it's just kind of one of those things i think he has to deal with and probably we'll go home and assess some things and then make a decision which of course he's earned all the time he needs for that
1: yeah exactly it's his decision but uh he's he's had quite the career and uh he may be uh regardless of the way we feel about him the way he used to be handled those interviews uh on the court and whatnot he has been just he has gained the respect of everybody around the nBA and you know he deserves uh to be able to figure these things out for himself and walk out with whatever glory he wants to take with him.
0: All right, Gordon, let's check out the Master of the Glass brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert, proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safelite Auto Glass, also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all proceeds going to benefit the neighborhood house. Uh, Gordon, your Master of the Glass for this afternoon only was not Rudy Gobert because he did not play. It was Tony Bradley who had 10 boards, three offensive rebounds. Jazz had 12 offensive rebounds. Ed Davis had four of those. They really crashed the offensive glass really well. But uh, Tony Bradley is your master of the glass for tonight. Uh, But, Gordon, I'm trying to get up my calculator here because your master of the glass for the entire season is Rudy Gobert, who has 916 rebounds. So times uh, five, looking at uh, $4,580 going to the neighborhood house. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty That's, cool. That is cool. Yeah, and uh, cool. you and I have talked a lot about this, that uh, somebody besides Rudy needs to go out there and rebound. Royce O'Neal has been pretty good at it. And uh, Tony Bradley, you got to like, like to see that number.
1: Yeah, and those 10 rebounds tonight, today, uh, they're kind of quiet rebounds. Uh, that, that number is a little bit surprising to me. But, uh, yeah, good for him. Those are the kinds of things that Tony Bradley needs to do for the Jazz as he develops as a player, he he is a good offensive player around the basket and whatnot, but he needs to contribute in other ways. And the jazz need him to
0: let's go back to the Orlando bubble where Jordan Clarkson is addressing the media. All
3: right. If you guys have a question, please raise your hand. We'll start off with Sarah Todd, Deseret news. Uh, Hey Jordan. I was wondering if you remember anything about, that 37 point night in Denver and maybe what led to you being that successful or what was happening on the court that night or and you've had pretty good games against them since you've been with the Jazz
2: um I mean just trying to win I knew we had a situation where uh at that time we was in a tiebreaker, so you know we was down by you know a good amount and uh, I was trying to make something happen in the time that I was there uh on the court and, You know, that's all it was, uh, just trying to get us a
3: win. Sarah, do you have a follow-up? Sure. Um, What do you think about the matchup in particular? Um, When you look across the court and you, you know, think about the last time that you guys played Denver, it was that double overtime. Um, What kind of a matchup do you think that will be for a seven-game series? I
2: mean, it's a good matchup. You know, it's the playoffs. Everybody tunes up and uh not really um, you know locks in. You know, every possession means something. Um, so it's gonna be a good matchup for us. Uh, we're gonna go out there, compete, play hard, and um you know try to win the series. Take it one game at a time.
3: Aaron, you got anything for Jordan? Good
2: to go. Let him get to the bus.
3: All right. Thanks, Jordan. Peace out.
2: Thanks, JC.
0: All right, that was Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Gordon, tonight Jordan uh, played 14 minutes. He was 4-12 shooting, 3 of 9 from 3 had 11 points, a couple of rebounds, picked up an assist as well. And we've talked about how key, going back to the scrimmage games, Gordon, which which feels like forever ago now, but we, we've talked a lot about how key he's going to be in that scoring. He's got one big-time role on this team, and he's really good at it.
1: And he he knows it, and you saw his aggression in this game in the time he was on the floor. He is looking to score. He's like the old Vinnie Johnson microwave. He, he he When he's on the court, he knows that that's why he's there. That's what he's supposed to do. He's not a great defender. He is a great scorer. Yeah,
0: there's no doubt about it. All right, Gordon, let's take a look at the three-point takeover sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years Uh, Tonight, the Jazz shot a ton of threes, 15 of 46, 32.6%. Gordo, let's see here. They were uh, led by Nigel Williams-Goss, who was 2 of 5. Mie Oni, who was 2 for 5. We mentioned Jordan Clarkson, 3 of 9. Actually led by Donovan Mitchell, 3 of 4. Boy, he was shooting the ball well in those 11 minutes uh, that he played. George Niang, 3 of 8, coming off the bench. Rajon Tucker, 1 of 4. Justin Wright, Foreman, 0 for 3. So uh, a decent night shooting the three ball. I'm sure Quinn Snyder likes that 46 attempt number. Probably want that percentage up just a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What do you think the percentage needs to be? I mean, I, not necessarily for victory, but what what's a realistic number for the Jazz to... The target in that regard, because thirty-two is not high enough. No,
0: so I'm not. I don't have the math exact exactly right here, but you know that whole three points is worth more than two thing. Right. right, That that actually me matters when you shoot around thirty-five percent or above.
1: Yeah. So because didn't we figure out? And check me if I'm wrong on this, but if you hit thirty-three percent of your threes, that's like hitting fifty percent of your twos. Right. Right. So 35, I guess I'd be – I'm sure Quinn Snyder would love to have it uh, edged toward 40.
0: And I – yeah, I mean, I, I've rounded that up a little bit. But let's see. On the season, Gordon, let me bring up these stats before the game. They were
1: 38 before
0: – 38.1.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Let me see if that's, I can that's,
0: refresh that with today's game if it makes any difference. Um no, 38.1. So.
1: Yeah, if they can hit 40% of their threes, then Quinn wants them to shoot all the day long.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean, a great uh, percentage. I mean, that's the best percentage in the NBA right now. So, I yeah. mean, they, they likely will finish the season as percentage-wise the best three-point shooting team in the league, which just seems wild considering that wasn't a strength for so many years. But, yeah, that's uh, – and Quinn Snyder said it as much in his coach's show with Locke. I mean, they shoot such a good percentage. you got to get those attempts up.
1: Imagine if they get 40% without Bogdanovich. I mean, that'd be a feat. That would be, but it's almost as though the Jazz are are confessing that they have to do that in order to make up for one, to make up for maybe some other weaknesses here and there. But also, that's just the way of the modern NBA.
0: Oh, I think you know. You say in a way confessing. Uh, I mean, Quinn Snyder's in a sense said it. I mean, they're a small team that lacks real defensive bite, other than Rudy Gobert, and they're going to make up for that by shooting the lights out.
1: Yeah, and that that is weird. <laughs> That is something different. That's not something you expect out of the Utah Jazz. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, if if Quinn can get his guys to do that without Bogdanovich uh, and to switch over from being in past years a defensive presence, depending on that to win, to switch it to an offensive kind of firepower situation, to win a playoff series against a team like Denver, uh, that would be a tremendous coaching accomplishment
0: want to remind you to go where love takes you in the all-new, completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final from the bubble. The Jazz beat the Spurs 118-112. to 112. We will wrap up the regular season. Coming up next, Jake Scott, Gordon Monson, Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game, my postgame show, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The Jazz beat the Spurs 118-112. to 112. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson with you, wrapping up the Jazz regular season. Playoffs begin Monday. The Jazz take on the Denver Nuggets. Game one starting at 1130. We'll have a 1030 pregame uh, here on the Jazz Radio Network. Gordon, real quick, just an update on uh, what's going on in the NBA right now because if the Blazers win, they'll take on Memphis in the uh, play-in, if they lose, the Suns are in and the Blazers go home. Right now it's 48-43 to 43 with seven minutes to go in the uh, first half. Uh, or, excuse me, in the second quarter in the first half. But what a shame it would be if the Blazers lost this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's an additional playoff game for them. They have to get it, and I'd be surprised if they don't, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I would be. Gordon, real quick, uh, before I get your final thoughts on this one, looking forward to the playoffs, you ready for a mind-blowing stat? I am ready. This comes from Darren Ravel. Of course, the Spurs will not make the playoffs for the first time in 22 years. He says, the last time the Spurs weren't in the playoffs, e-commerce in the U.S. was a $1 billion business. This year, that number is $700 billion.
1: Whoa. <laughs> how about that? That's pretty Man, wild. How about the Spurs' longevity, though? What a stretch. It's amazing. It is. It is. And we talked about Popovich earlier. Those teams, he said, great players to coach and he's trying to bridge the gap from from one uh one era to another but uh what a job what a what a fantastic franchise that has been for so very long uh and sometimes at the expense of the jazz
0: all right gordo give me a couple final thoughts as uh, this jazz team heads into the playoffs
1: yeah just looking forward to see what they can do against denver i think most of the experts will pick that denver's going to win that thing but if the jazz do a few things jake they give themselves a chance. I think it is, like Clarkson said, it is a good matchup. Uh, but the way I look at it, I think Gobert needs help at the defensive end. He cannot do it all himself. He's got, those other players are going to have to step up. The Jazz are going to have to take and hit an above-average number of threes like we discussed early. earlier. They can't turn the ball over excessively, and they have to find a way to guard Jamal Murray.
0: Gordon, thanks for your help today, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, look forward to talking about this playoff series coming up tomorrow on the big show. Yeah, playoff basketball, Jake. Hallelujah. Oh, excited it's here, no doubt. All right, we want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. The Jazz win the final game of their regular season, 118-112. to Up next... The Denver Nuggets playoff game number one, Monday, 1130 a.m. Pre-game begins at 1030 a.m. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.